Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Podcast, equipping people to live successful Christian lives. All right. We said last week that gives some of you anxiety, I know, but that's the last time you'll see that because we're ending the series today. But uh, there is a lot of noise out there, and uh, we're called to cut through the noise and listen to the right voice, that's for sure. And so I want to welcome those that are listening online. Would you welcome those that are watching us online today? Thank you for joining us. Those of you that are here with us in person and uh, lifting up. Jesus' name, that's the greatest name to lift up and give him the highest praise of our life. And uh, I'm glad to see you back here again today. What a beautiful morning, isn't it? It's gorgeous outside. It's so beautiful as we entered into spring now. Well, as we enter today this last part of our series on listen, that we've talked about listening to many other voices when we're called to listen to the right voice. And so something or someone is being amplified in your thoughts today. And so whatever that voice is or whoever those voices are, are impacting the way you feel, in the way that you think, and the way that you act in your life. So we have to pay attention, we said, to who's on the megaphone. And that's why two weeks ago we talked about fear. Fear many times is on the megaphone in our life, and it's impacting us. Last week we talked about our past, a lot of people are just carrying their past with them into their future. But if we allow those voices of fear in our past to reign, they play a huge part in our lives and even the ability to move forward. If we can get those things off the megaphone, we need to make sure the voice of God is on the megaphone. And I want to talk to you today about amplifying God's voice in your life amplifying the voice of God in your life today. You know, when we talk about people listening to God and God talking to people, many people think it's something that's mystical. Well, like it's something unusual or extraordinary that God talks to people, but the fact is he does it all the time. A number of years ago, there was a Time magazine uh, that came out with a headline that said, God is dead. Well, the next day, the reporters lined up at Billy Graham's home and said, is God dead, Dr. Graham? He said, are you kidding me? I just talked to him. (laughs) Any of us can talk to God, and God wants to talk to you. The Bible says that God wired you and I. He wired us in such a way that he wants to talk to us, and he created us with the ability to tune into him to hear him and to listen to him and to talk back to him. And it's nothing unusual, and all of us can do it. So we're asking today, does God still speak, and can I hear his voice? God wants a relationship with every single person here. And those that are watching online, the sound of my voice, how can you have a relationship with somebody and not have a conversation with them? You have to know their voice. So wherever you're at today, the answer is in the affirmative. God is speaking, and he is speaking to you and to me. So how do we know God is speaking, and how can we learn to hear his voice, and how can we amplify his voice above the other noise that is around us and sometimes inside of us? Do you want to hear the voice of God? I do. Do do you want to know what he has to say about your life today? I do. Do, Do you want to hear what he has to say about your decisions or the things that you're about ready to do tomorrow or today or 
You want him to speak to you about your attitude, about the direction of your life, about the people in your life that you have relationship with or the person you're going to marry or supposed to marry or maybe the next business partnership. Well, God can speak to you about that. Do you want to hear God's voice? And so if you do, God is speaking. So I have five practical points. We're going to make this very practical out of God's word today because like I said, many people look at this at amplifying and hear the voice of God out to be something very mystical in our lives when we as Christians, it should not be that way at all. So my first point, how can you hear the voice of God? Number one, you have to root yourself in the word of God if you want to hear the voice of God. Because God is speaking and he is speaking through his word. If we want to become a person who can say with confidence, I know God is leading me and that God is speaking to me, that you and I have to root ourselves in the word of God. Can I hear an amen if you agree with that? Now, not to just be in church every now and again or just to own a Bible or occasionally listen to your favorite preacher online or a podcast, you have to make the decision that I am going to root my life in the word of the Lord every day. The psalmist makes this crystal clear. Psalm chapter 1, if you have your Bibles, he gives us a picture of what we're talking about. The people who hear God's voice best are the people who know his word most. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord who meditates on his law day and night. That's crystal clear, isn't it? This is not occasionally someone hears a sermon, they memorize a scripture verse. They're living in and they're marinating in the word of God day and night. Now, I get the day part, but, you know, we're asleep at night. Well, how? He's exhorting us that if you are awake at night, meditate on the word. That's better than stressing out about other things. Sometimes we wake up in the middle of the night and we're full of worry. We're full of concern, maybe about something that is yet to happen or may never happen. We're fearful. So we're called to meditate on the word of God day and night. Now, if you look at it in that day that this is spoken, they had watchmen that would be awake on the walls at night. They're watching over the city. It's like wherever you're going day and night, make sure that you're rooted in the word of God. Meditate on it all the time because those that hear God's Voice best are those that know his word the most. You know, this word is written and it's breathed by God for you and for me. These words in here are for you and me. Every word, every word that is spoken. So for us to hear the voice of the Lord, we have to be in it. But how many of you know, in one sense I wanted to talk to you about it, that the word in the scripture is closed. The way we can say this theologically, is the canon is closed. What does that mean? Well, the 66 books of the Bible that have been confirmed by the church fathers of being inspired by the Word of God, there is no more writing of Scripture. This Scripture is already complete. No more added to it. This book may be closed, but I'm telling you today, this book is alive. It is alive with the Word of the Lord, and it's speaking to us today. So we have to root ourselves in the Word of the Lord. So number two, 
we want to hear God's voice, we have to realize hearing from God is very personal in our lives. It's very personal. No matter your age, no matter who you are, where you've come from today, that it's personal, and God wants to be personal to you and I. When you recognize that it's God's breath on these pages, and the one who breathed them onto the page is alive right now, what happens is you and I are interacting with the word of God. John chapter 1 and verse 14, the word became flesh and it dwelt among us. That's the logos in there. That's Jesus. When God is speaking, and we know that he's speaking through the person of Jesus Christ, Jesus meditated He meditated on the word as he was walking this earth. And as it unfolds, he understands what his father is saying to him through the word. That Jesus was rooted in the word even though he was the word. It's more than just asking, Jesus, I just need a highlighted portion of scripture today. Because sometimes that's all we want. Can I just have a scripture? Can I just have a word to get me through the day? No, it's Jesus. When I open up this word, I want you. That's what this is about. It's the living, it's the logos, it's the word of God that Jesus, I want you in my life today. Yes, these scriptures are important, but you are the living word that has been called to dwell among us. Will you, God, speak to me? I am listening through your word right now to what you have to say to me. See, so many times in our lives, we're upside down in our relationship with God. I mean, we all can get this way because most of our conversations with God are just transactional. And we barely have time just to sit down and just to read and just to listen. We we just want a word, but sometimes we don't want to put the effort into a relationship with the God of the universe. It's our call to be planted in him, and it's a call that his word is personal. Number three, We're called to submit to the plan of God. We're called to submit to the plan of God. Many times when we come to God, we already have a plan, don't we? I mean, we're good. We're humans, right? We have a plan. My plan for today is I'm going to do this. My plan for tomorrow and my plan for next week is this, and I'm going to do this. Have you ever come to God with a plan? You just come, okay, this is my plan. God, I got a plan. Let me just kind of use this as a hypothetical. God, I have a plan to buy a house. I know the location. I've set up pre-approval for financing. I have it all worked out. But God, there's one thing I need from you, a blessing. God, you you don't even have to come. Just send an angel to me and just take care of this situation. And and, uh, I'll just use our life, for example. It's like, well, God, you know what? We want to buy a house in Southern Hills. And, uh, you know, and it's Southern Hills, so we'd like to have some hills, God. You know, because it's Southern Hills, so I hope there's some hills there. And your word says something about hills, right? And, and, and we're going to Southern Hills, and, and uh, sometimes we come with a plan already in motion that we haven't even prayed about and we haven't even fasted about. We just have a plan on the front end, and we just want God to bless it, right? It's kind of like God just sprinkle something over this so that it's all good because my plans are right. That kind of planning in your life does not need the help or the voice of God, We need him to speak into it and breathe life into it in our life, in our way forward. Why does God want to speak to you if you already have a plan in motion and you don't want to hear his plan? God loves to talk to his people who want his help and want his plan. 
Let me, let, me, let me say that again because that seems so simple, but it is true. God loves to talk to people who want his help and his plan first. It's not that you stay in the house until God tells you, oh, this is the color of socks you should wear. It's not weird stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of people that have done some weird things. God, I'm not going to leave the house till you tell me exactly what I'm supposed to wear today. No, no, that's just weird, okay? No, you and I are called to work and build, pray, and invite God into the process of our daily life with him. God, God, I want to know what you want me to do in my life today or this next season. I'm rooted. I want a personal relationship. And God, most importantly, I want your plan because your plan is absolutely perfect. Now, remember when Samuel was dedicated to the temple and he heard his name called and he thought it was the prophet who was saying his name. So he got up at night and the prophet said, hey, I didn't call you. And he went back and Samuel went and laid down, and he heard Samuel, Samuel, he goes back, and finally the prophet gets it. He understands, it's not me that's calling you, it's the Lord calling you. So when you hear your name again, just say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening, because that is the mindset that God wants us to have. We need to submit to the plan of God. Some of you got a plan in this room but you've never prayed about that plan today. Some of you have great plans and dreams for your future, but have you ever laid them out before the Lord to hear his voice? Because he can see where you cannot see. He can go right now into your future where you cannot go, but he is already there because he's the God of the future. Fourth, we understand that God has given us a place to process the way that he is speaking to us. God's given us a place so that we can process the way that he is speaking to us. Everyone God spoke to in the word, like Abraham, Sarah, Moses, Paul, when he spoke to them about the plan that he had for their lives, it was always for the benefit of all of his people, not just for them alone. God wants to be in relationship with you so that it can benefit all the people that he loves. You work it out with him with the word. You work it out in the community of faith that God has put you in. Like, do you have somebody that spiritually has more wisdom than you that you can go and submit the word that you sense that God has put into your heart and into your life? That's the process of living in community. And it's a vital part of how God speaks to every single one of us. We are relational people, relational with God, relational with others. Ephesians 521 reminds us, submit yourself to one another out of reverence for Christ. What he is saying is, be humble enough to hear from your brother and sister in Christ about what God has put in your life. That it could go something like this. Hey, I believe God's speaking to me right now, and I believe that. Can I get your feedback? I just need to bounce this off of you in this moment, and I need some good feedback, and I need some wisdom on this. I'm not sure if this is really God or this is really me. It's in that moment you say, you know, I just want to humble myself in this moment, and I want to confirm, is this God speaking in this moment right now? And I think that's a great way to move forward in wisdom 
when God has put a word in our heart and in our life. Amen? God, number five, will speak. He will specifically speak to you. He will specifically speak to you. We know that God speaks through his word. But does he speak particularly to me in my situation? And the answer to that is yes, absolutely today. That God wants to be in a personal relationship with you so that you know his promptings and his leading as you go throughout your life. You know, in Scripture, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. In the book of Acts, men and women of God were stopped from going to certain places because the Spirit of God prevented them from going to a particular place. They were also prompted to a certain city. They were encouraged to speak to a certain group of people in Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. For those who are led of the Spirit of God are the what? They're the sons and daughters of God. They have a relationship with who God is and who he is. And yes, he wants to be specific and he wants to be particular today. He wants to speak into your life. Some have heard the voice of God out loud. I don't know if I could ever say that, but some have. Now, Scripture teaches us that's not the norm, right? Some may hear that someone has heard the audible voice of God and feel bad that they haven't. You know, we feel, oh, man, well, they heard God's voice audibly, and I haven't. I must, I must be a less than, right? Ever thought that before? That should not be our response. Don't feel disappointed if you have not. What we do have is Jesus' word to his followers after the resurrection. Blessed are those who have not seen and still believe. Right? But can God speak specifically or particularly in your life? Yes, without a doubt today. You know, I'm preaching today because God spoke particularly to me in my life. I would say for me, how I would say it in my life is that I would say that they, God came to me through promptings to follow his call and to recognize his plan in my life. And I said yes to it, and I've trusted God in my life. And there were many people in my life, such as my parents when I was young, uh, people in our churches that encouraged me, uh, that confirmed that call in my life as well, that this is the way that you should go and you should walk in this, that there were many voices, many people that were speaking and confirming that word as well. So Kristen and I, and many of you know this story, but I bring it up because it fits so well here. We came to this church by getting a confirmation through God's word and through other people. That we realized that, that we received this as, as we looked through God's word and we were praying over what God wanted to do in our lives because we felt at our last church location, God was bringing that to an end and, and God was calling us that we were going to be moving on and, and leading, our, leading our own church. And, and so as we went through that, as we prayed, and there were people in the congregation that were just confirming what Kristen and I were feeling as we submitted it to our lead pastor and we submitted it to the executive pastor and we submitted it to people that we knew had our best interest at heart, which bids another thing. You know, when God's put a word in your heart, you probably should submit that to somebody in your life that has your best interest, right? 
not just somebody's going to give you your, uh, their opinion, right? As we just went about that and we prayed into it that we sensed God was just speaking this word and we, it kept coming up and it kept coming up in our life. And one morning in, in devotions, I remember sitting in the sanctuary that, that God, was, God was speaking to us and Chris and I, we had resumes in the Midwest and we had the resume here at Abundant Life. And as we were just praying and, and seeking the Lord, um, you know, you always want God to speak a whole lot faster than what he does many times, right? You think, come on, God, where am I supposed to go? We're, you know, we thought we'd be back in the Midwest near family, but God had a different plan. And as we just prayed into that and soaked it in prayer and, and, and with one and, uh, those that are around us that were our spiritual advisors and wisdom, that we came to this one morning is we knew abundant life was open. And I opened up and I read for devotions that morning, Isaiah 55. And many of you have heard this before, but it fits well. That at the heading portion of every chapter, it said, invitation to abundant life. I got through with devotions, and I went to my office, and I picked up the phone and called Chris, and I said, you got to hear this. Isaiah 55, the bold heading on the top says, invitation to abundant life. And there was confirmation after that that people were speaking even Isaiah 55 over us. It was crazy how this was happening. We knew it was God. We knew it was his confirmation that he was speaking something to us as we bathed that in prayer. And, of course, we got the invitation by the board. They invited us to come here. We've been here almost 19 years. But our yes, I want, I want you to get this in hearing the voice of God. Some people, not everybody can handle this. Our yes was already on the table. God, speak to me, but see, your no is on the table. Church, you hearing me? God loves you and God wants to speak to you, but if you have a no on the table, why would he waste your time? Is your yes on the table today when God is speaking to you? Well, I don't know what it is. I need to know. Transactional. I got to know what that is first, because why? I got to negotiate with God. Sometimes we're really good at negotiating with God, aren't we? Hey, I do it too, and then God's like, no, no. This is my plan and my purpose, and this is what I want to do, and this may be difficult, but this is where where I want you. This is why I have for you here this season, right? Our yes was already on the table. And the yes has kept us here through the thick and through the thin. Right? Is your yes on the table today because God's speaking? You know, and I want to say this. It's, it's not that Chris and I just knew because that is dangerous ground. I'm, kind of be, I'm being very practical today. I hope you're okay with this. But it, it, I just want to be very practical in this as you come to God's word because there's a lot of weirdism out there and hearing the voice of God and things like that, the hyper and all of it. But, but the practicality is, it, is a lot of Christians just know. That's dangerous. 
We didn't just say, oh, we just knew we're supposed to come to abundant life. We just knew we're supposed to come to Stephen City. You cannot just base your life on I just knew. It has to be grounded in the word of God. Grounded in his spirit that is in you that will help you take the next step. You see, when you live your life in Christ, he always has your best interest in mind. Why? Isaiah 55, because his ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts are not like your thoughts. Because we are walking with a supernatural God, and he wants to be supernatural in our story, in our life. If you want to know God's voice, root yourself in God's word and surrender yourself to his spirit to such a degree that you will know he is leading you, that God will always speak to you in congruence with his word. Always in congruence with his word. And that's how you can take out all the middle and the fluff and all of that stuff in your life. God spoke to you, it will be in congruence with the word of the Lord. It will not be out of order of the word of the Lord for our life. So just to encourage you, practicality, be specific with your language. You know, I've sensed the Lord prompting or the Lord leading me. So why? So I can stay centered in God's word or I've used this before, right? I felt stirred by the Holy Spirit on this situation. I'm not, I'm not, I got this impression. I'm not really sure what it means, right? But I've got this impression. Why? Why, why do I say it? Because I know that I can be wrong because I've been wrong before. And I just want to encourage you. I want to just say this, that, that, that um, this might be God, and I want to share this with you. I do that to people when I just sense something, and it's got to really stand out in my heart if I'm going to share something, a personal word with somebody. But I just got to share this with you, and you go ahead and judge this, and you you go ahead and test this word, and you go ahead and see if it's the Lord or not. But I just want to share this with you and, and speak it into your life at this moment, and you just pray into it, and you just see what God is doing, and and um. I, I don't know, I get, I get really uncomfortable if somebody comes and tells me they hear the vo- audible voice of God all the time with clarity. It's just me. Is that God? See, there's a little bit of uncertainty. Why? Because we're imperfect vessels. I am an imperfect vessel. Yeah, he wants to speak through you. He's breathing his word through you. And I got to be careful because I have to test a word too. Like I feel God has maybe given me a word throughout the week. And well, I have to be careful because I got to chew on that word long enough. Is that a personal word for John Miller? Is that a personal word that he's giving to the congregation? Right? Sometimes we feel like, oh man, God gave me a word uh, this morning. I got to hurry up and share it with you. You haven't even meditated on it long enough to chew it out. Long enough to process it through your spirit. Right? Is this helping anybody today? Because you're a little quiet. I don't know. I know you're taking it all in. But this is just really practical this morning. This is God speaking to us. And he wants to speak a word in season. He wants to speak to your heart today. And maybe that word that you're getting is just for you. Maybe it's for somebody else. God has called us to 
obey his word. And sometimes if we share something too quickly, maybe we wanted to look more spiritual than to become more spiritual. How about let's obey it, not tweet it? Let God's word live in you personally first. Let Love him and follow him no matter what. Guard your heart when God's message comes through other people. You, you should guard your heart. So when someone says, hey, I have a word from the Lord for you, remember, it can't be unheard. But I don't know if this is from God or not, but here it is. You should guard your heart. Now, there's no harm in sharing Scripture. That's for sure. What is the area in your life today that you need to hear from God? What is it? What is that area right now today? I believe God is speaking to you specifically. That's what I prayed today. What is an area in your life that you need to hear from God? Maybe you would take a moment right now in this service and you would write that down. You would pen that out. And you would seek God for the answer on that. Because I believe we can ask God specifically. He wants to respond specifically as we lay it before him. It might not come today. I don't know when it's going to come because it's about him and the timing and what he wants to do. A specific need that you have that you need to amplify the voice of God so that you can get direction today. And it's in that focus, it's on that concentration that will help you press in and allow you to lead. Jesus said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. And then what do they do? They follow me. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Kind of a funny story about this. You know, years back there was a um, big prayer gathering in the Washington, in the mall there and, uh, for our country. And uh, as Chris and I went and we prayed and heard incredible uh, ministers of the gospel share and praying for our country, huge, I don't know how many were there, thousands of people. But going and we were walking in the prayer, there's a path, you know, leading there along the mall area. And um, as we were going by the Washington Monument, I heard a voice and I turned around and I said, I know that voice. And right behind me was Jettison Franklin, you know, Jettison Franklin, pastor and author. And I went, wow, hey, Jettison Franklin. I got my picture with him, right? That's what you do, right? But Kristen's like, how did you know? I said, I knew his voice. I heard his voice. I've heard him preach. I've heard him speak. That's how you know. You spend time listening. You know that. And it's not a perfect science. Please hear my That's what I've kind of break down here today. We need to hear the voice of God more than ever before. I mean that. God's word means that. He wants us to hear from him. There are needs in this room. You need God to speak to you today. Let me tell you, we have a speaking God that is here today. What is that area specifically that you need to hear from God today, in this moment, in this hour? It could be a means of life or death for you. Maybe it is about the plan, something you're about ready to do, but you have not laid it before him in prayer. Would you today take 
this moment, take this week, take today, and lay that plan out before the Lord and ask somebody in your life that you trust, has your best interest, that knows the word of the Lord in their life, somebody trusted as an advisor, and would you give that to them? Just say, hey, could you bounce this off? It just seems to me, I don't know, that I'm getting this stirring, and I'm getting this prompting, and I just want to check it out. I just want to check it out. I'm just going to submit it. That's part of the process of community. And then allow God to specifically speak to you in your circumstance and in your situation today. So the God of the universe is here. Will you ask him? Will you ask him today? Come on, I just want to make this room a little laboratory. Will you join me in prayer and would you ask him today? Would you ask him before you rush off? Would you ask him before you go on to your next event? Would you ask him the area you need direction on today? Because God loves you and he's speaking to you now. Thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed today's message. If you'd like to get in touch or would like more resources on how to live a successful Christian life, you can always find us at myabundantlife.com. Have a blessed week.